Hey there, I'm Brooke Miller, registered dietitian, certified lactation counselor, and a mama who's helped hundreds of moms feel like themselves again after baby, boost their energy, mood, metabolism, and even their milk supply. Inside of the Postpartum Reset Podcast, you'll learn how to take care of your health so that you can show up best for the ones you care about most. Each week, we'll tackle topics like nutrition, exercise, breastfeeding, mental health, and so much more. Plus, you'll get exclusive access to guest experts who will share different ways to make your pregnancy and postpartum experience so much easier. Whether you're approaching the postpartum period or you're right in the thick of it, you're in the right place. Let's dive into today's topic. Hey, 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 mamas, and welcome back to the podcast. I don't know about you, but cold and flu season has already kicked our butts. My husband and I are recovering from the stomach flu. We were all down yesterday, throwing up, and it is... It is brutal. These children bring home so many germs, and I swear we have had the stomach flu three or four times in the last year. Ugh, and it just like it takes one of us down at a time. <laughs> so if you are in this season too, I see you, I feel you. I'm sorry. Trying to parent and take care of children while you're sick is just freaking brutal. So that is that is what has been going on in our life. And I have a fun announcement to make. I am 13 weeks pregnant at the time of this recording. And so it's it's just ironic being sick from morning sickness and then feeling like you're getting into the second trimester and things should be getting better and then you get hit with the stomach flu. So uh, my body has has been struggling a bit <laughs> over the last few months with with nausea and vomiting and all the things. And so hopefully this week will turn out better. So that is what we were hoping. And I will do an episode sometime soon in the near future all about this pregnancy and um, probably talking about our, our recurrent miscarriages and our journey and all the things because it has not been a simple, simple motherhood journey by any means. So, all right, let's dive into today's episode. So we're going to be talking all about your relationship with the scale. And if we should keep the scale around, if we should burn it to the ground, what we should do. And the truth is when it comes to our weight, weight can be a side effect. It can be a sign of something going on internally in our body. So it is something that it is important to pay attention to, to an extent. So if for some reason somebody is just losing weight and it's unexplained, we want to try to figure out what is going on. And so I've worked with cancer patients for many years, and this was a very common story that I would hear was they'd go to their doctor and there would be, you know, unintentional weight loss. And the doctor would ask like, oh, what have you been doing? And no, nothing. And they would run some just basic labs. And all of a sudden it's like, boom, you have stage four cancer. And not to scare anybody, but, you know, had the doctor or had the patient realize like, Hey, I've been like slowly losing weight over the last year. And like, I haven't changed anything with my nutrition, with exercise, with anything else, you know, maybe this is a sign that something's going on. And so that can be a sign. And I've also known cancer patients where they've actually gained weight due to a tumor and other things going on. And, you know, there were definitely signs where their weight had shifted and it was due to the cancer and the fluid and all of that going on. And again, it was just kind of like, Oh, I don't know. I'm just gaining weight. But again, hadn't changed anything with diet, lifestyle, nutrition. And, and so again, to an extent, weight is something that we want to pay attention to, 
But I think what a lot of people get into is paying attention to every single, you know, ounce that we weigh, every single pound that we weigh for those of you in the US. And the scale doesn't look at body composition. And so this is one big reason that I don't love the scale as your primary measurement of how you're doing with your overall health. So as just an example, two women can come to me and they can both weigh 150 pounds. I'm just throwing out some random numbers here and they could look very different. They could have very different body compositions. They could be in very different gene sizes. One could be in a size, I don't know, six, one could be in a size 14. Like this is it, this is why the scale is something that I don't love looking at is because our body composition can be drastically different at the same type of weights. And so this is why when a lot of women start weightlifting or, you know, increasing muscle mass, it doesn't look like the scale is changing. And so I've had women that have come to me and said, like, I feel amazing. I have better energy. I'm getting stronger. I'm, I'm hitting these like PRs at the gym and I know I can tell I'm gaining muscle and, um, I'm disappointed because I, I don't see the scale moving. And I'm like, okay. You know, and they're like, I'm, I'm in a different size. Like I'm losing inches, but like that scale is not moving. And what can happen is when we start increasing things like resistance training, we can lose fat mass and gain muscle. And that is not going to show up on the scale necessarily. Something else that the scale doesn't look at is like our actual internal health. And so I know people who have, you know, they've been very thin because they've been chronic smokers or they've been drug users. And when they finally get clean or stop smoking or, you know, go into rehab or whatever and get healthy, they typically end up gaining weight. And somebody may look at that person and say, oh my gosh, they've like really let themselves go because they got sober because they've gained weight. And so, you know, weight is not the end all be all when it comes to our health. It's a part of the puzzle and there's a lot of other pieces to the puzzle. And so the big, big, big flaw I have with the scale is body composition. But the other big flaw with the scale is the mind game that it plays with us. So I don't know if you've ever stepped on the scale before and you like the number that you see, sometimes it changes our behaviors and we reward ourselves. So, oh my gosh, I I can't believe I've, I've lost weight this week. All right, I'm going to go reward myself. Like, let's go, let's go get ice cream. Let's go eat dessert. Let's go skip our workout tomorrow because we've already been losing weight. And so when we step on the scale and we like what we see, we tend to change our behaviors and reward ourselves with either food or rest. And it's not to say that those things are bad things or things that we should never reward ourselves with, but we tend to start to make decisions that we weren't necessarily going to make had we not seen that number on the scale. And what ends up happening for a majority of of moms is when we step on the scale and we don't like the number that we see, maybe we've plateaued, maybe we've gained weight, maybe the number hasn't changed in months. What ends up happening is a lot of times we are also changing behaviors, but it's more from punishing ourselves versus rewarding ourselves. And so one of my dear friends, you know, I had for a while, she would step on the scale every day and multiple times a day. And if she didn't like the number that she saw, she would skip breakfast. And then if she didn't like the number that she saw before lunch, she would skip lunch. And then if, you know, there would be some days where she would skip all three meals because she didn't like the number on the scale. And that's a pretty extreme example, but I know other people where they step on the scale and it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I was going to do a 30 minute workout today, but now I have to do an hour workout because I don't like the number on the scale. Or, you know, I was planning to have a rest day today, but 
and I'm recovering from an illness, but you know, uh, screw it. I need to get on the bike and cycle or I don't like what I see. And so even though I'm going to a birthday party or it's my birthday and somebody made, made me dessert or cake, I, I can't eat it because I don't like the number on the scale. And so I don't like the mind game that the scale leads most women down because the truth is if we step on the scale and we have an emotion, anything that's positive or negative, anything that's not neutral, our behaviors tend to change. And we don't want our behaviors to change from an external number. And so for a lot of us, if you step on the scale and you feel like you have a positive or a negative emotion, depending on what the number is, this is a sign to break up with your scale, to ditch your scale. If you are weighing yourself every single day, if you are weighing yourself multiple times a day, that is a sign that you need to break up with your scale. Now I know what you're thinking. Brooke, if I break up with my scale, then I am going to gain 40 pounds tomorrow. If I don't weigh myself every single day, I will gain so much weight by the end of the month, I don't even know what to do with myself. And here's the thing. There are so many other ways to tune into your body to see what it needs. And you can get to a point eventually down the road where you step on the scale and it's neutral. So I'm pregnant right now. And I went to the doctor this week for my 13 or my 12 week ultrasound. And, you know, I stepped on the scale and I've gained a few pounds since my eight week checkup. And I, it didn't trigger me. I saw a number and I was like, okay, that's a number. No positive thoughts, no negative thoughts. I can't truly even remember specific numbers with my first two pregnancies. I I know for a fact I gained more weight with my second pregnancy because I made it to 39 weeks with him and he was a seven and a half pound baby. And my first son, I was induced at 36 weeks and he was a four pound baby. Um, And so I know that I had different weight gain with those two pregnancies because they, they as babies were very different and had different medical conditions. Um, But right now, even while pregnant, even while postpartum, like I can step on a scale and I don't even have one in the house. But if I go to the doctor and I step on it, I only feel neutral thoughts. It's like, yep, that's a number. It, it doesn't change what I'm eating that day. It doesn't change how I'm working out that day. And so you absolutely can get to a place. This does not mean you have to break up with your scale forever. But there's too many moms out there who are letting the scale dictate their entire life, like their mood, their energy. I will talk to moms and this is like so common with a lot of one-on-one clients I've worked with is, you know, they'll get on the call and they're like, oh my gosh. Okay. So you know, they've been talking to me all week, like, okay, I've been drinking. I've just been crushing my water intake. I've been exercising four or five days a week. I've been strength training. I'm getting stronger. I have so much better energy, my mood, my skin's clearing up, my period's regular. Like they are like, win, 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 win. I'm, you know, eating more protein. And, but you know what? I stepped on the scale yesterday and the number was the same or I stepped on the scale and I gained a pound and they like, I am talking about spiral. Like they spiral. It is like, I need to quit. I need to give up. I need to go back to counting every single calorie. I need to go back to a look like spiraling. And they've just shared like all of these incredible wins that they've accomplished and how, how incredible they're feeling. And, and they know that when they were, you know, in this cycle of, of counting every single calorie and eating super low calorie and losing muscle mass and like losing their period and all of these things, like they know that they weren't feeling their best, but all of a sudden they start to spiral. And that is the thing I do not want for you. I do not want you to step on the scale and spiral. 
If you've been wanting to reach your healthiest weight and feel like yourself again postpartum without having to sacrifice your favorite foods or your milk supply, I've got a free workshop just for you. Inside of this free workshop, you'll discover how to boost energy, mood, metabolism, and even protect your milk supply. You'll learn common mistakes that moms make that actually cause exhaustion, mood swings, low milk supply, and weight loss resistance to become worse, things that moms don't even realize. And you'll learn the proven three-step method to heal your hormones and metabolism after baby so you can go from surviving to thriving postpartum. Plus, as a free gift, you'll get my postpartum snack guide when you come hang out with us. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to save your seat today. Spots are limited. See you there. Again, I would say most women are at this place where they do need to break up with a scale for a period of time. Again, you will get to a place eventually where you can step on the scale without any emotions. And if you're in this place and you're like, oh, but I'm pregnant too, or I'm postpartum, or I have to go to the doctor. If you are in this place where you are breaking up with your scale, if you're ditching your scale, you can actually tell the doctor, hey, I don't want to know my weight today. I will step on. You know, In some cases, like we have to step on. If you are on a medication and it is dosed based on your weight, if you are going under anesthesia, like they need to know your weight, right? And so there are instances where we absolutely, like our doctors need to know that. And so it's okay to say like, Hey, I don't want to know the number, but like, can I step on backwards or can I shut my eyes? Can we like, we keep this number? Like I'm just, you know, I'm in this place right now. And you would not imagine how, like how many nurses and, and, um, medical, um, assistants are just like, yep, no problem. Like, and sometimes they'll say, I don't even need your, I don't even need your weight today. And so just know that like, it is, it is not embarrassing to say that to somebody they have, you know, you are not the first person that that nurse has heard say that. Um, I worked in person for two years as a clinical dietitian and as a lactation counselor, and I weighed pregnant women and postpartum women and kids all day, right? And there were so many instances where they were like, oh, I don't want to know the number. And I'm like, yep, no problem. Step on backwards or cover your eyes. And like, we won't talk about your specific number. Um, and and that like totally respectful and it was it was just not a big deal. And so now you might be wondering, okay, but if I don't weigh myself daily, I'm going to gain a ton of weight. Or if I don't weigh myself daily, how on earth am I supposed to track what I'm doing? How on earth am I supposed to know if I'm making progress? So let's talk for a moment about non-scale victories. So there are some things that are really important to look at. So some things I love looking at are things like lab values. So if we look at your cholesterol, your glucose, your cortisol, your blood pressure, your thyroid, like if we look at your labs and we look at them every six months or every year or every three months, depending on you know if you've had some elevated labs, and we start to see an improvement with that, we know we are headed in the right direction. And so I had this one-on-one client that I worked with and she had high cholesterol and high glucose when we started working together. And within, I think, I think she redid her labs. It was between the three to six months mark mark. And she's like, oh my gosh, my cholesterol is within normal limits and my glucose is within normal limits. And her weight hadn't drastically changed at that point. Like it's not like she had lost like 40 pounds in three months. Um, and she's like, I love that I can see these actual numbers because she's like, it is so motivating and it is so like, it's just proving to myself, like I am healing from the inside out. And so I love looking at lab values because it's just very black and white numbers to see if you're on the right track. Another non-scale victory is being able to lift heavier during your workouts or being able to do more reps. So this is something I'm really focusing on this year while pregnant and going to be postpartum late in the year is I want to 
maintain muscle mass and gain muscle mass this year. And so I, whenever I'm doing my workouts, I'm like, okay, I've been lifting 15s like next week. Like let's, let's see if I can do 20 or let's see if I can do more reps. And so lifting heavier, being able to do more reps, that's a great non-scale victory. Another non-scale victory is just assessing your energy and your mood. If you're happier and you have energy and you're able to sit down and play with your kids and keep up with them without getting out of breath, like that is a non-scale victory. That means that you are getting healthier. If you have better quality or quantity sleep, if you have better focus and brain function, if your skin is improving, if you are managing your stress better. Uh, another big one is being able to reduce or eliminate medications and reversing diseases. So a big common one that I work with moms on is like high glucose, you know, high blood sugar or high cholesterol. And so there have been many instances where a mom comes to me and she's on medications for prediabetes or she's on medications for either, you know, hypertension, high blood pressure, or even high cholesterol. And by the end of working together, she gets to this point where she can actually talk to her doctor about reducing or eliminating her medications because of the things that she has worked through. So that is a huge, huge non-skill victory and you're going to save money. Um, and then another one is just improved digestion. So if you are struggling with things like chronic constipation, diarrhea, bloating, anything like that. And then of course, another non-scale victory is being able to tune in to your hunger and fullness. So for a majority of moms, this is a big struggle is moms are like, I don't really know when I'm hungry. I don't know when I'm full. I'm not paying attention. And this is something I work on with moms a lot is starting to pay attention to those hunger and fullness cues and really track like, am I at a three? Am I at a five? Am I at a 10? Am I at a one? And trying to identify where you're at before and after your meal. And then, and that gives us information of, oh, okay, here's what I ate. Here's how I could adjust that meal to make it so that I'm sustained or fuller longer. And so these are all non-scale victories. And so I hear you. If you are listening to this and you are terrified to break up with your scale, like first and foremost, I think it's personally easier to cold turkey it. So I have had a client. Oh my gosh. I loved this client. She was incredible, but she, she knew like Tuesday was trash day and she's like, we had our meeting, I think on a Monday and she's like, all right, I, uh, I'm throwing my scale in the trash tomorrow and it's trash day. And like, they're going to take it. And I told my husband that I had a client who she told her husband, like, cause he didn't want to get rid of the scale. And he's like, she said, you need to hide this from me. And so I don't know where it is. And so I personally, personally think it's easier to cold Turkey it, like get it out of the house, get it out of sight. Um, especially if it's in your bathroom right now, just like it is so tempting to just have it out. So that is my, you know, advice. However, if you are like, that gives me so much stress and anxiety, Brooke, I weigh myself daily or I weigh myself, you know, three times a day. If that is you and you are just like, I absolutely will not cold turkey it, then something I would recommend is going down to once every two weeks or once a month, because here's the thing, our weight changes and fluctuates every day. This is totally normal. So if you just, if you have to poop and you haven't pooped today, or you're about to get your period and you're retaining a little bit of water, it's going to show up as like you gained one or two pounds. And this is where moms freak out. They're like, Oh my gosh, I, I must be doing horrible. And all these things are going wrong. And it's like, no, you just haven't pooped today yet, or you're about to get your period. And so this is another reason it is completely normal for our weight to fluctuate day by day. And so if you feel like, that is too much, then, you know, weaning yourself down to, you know, I'm going to weigh myself once every two weeks, or I'm going to weigh myself once a month. And that can work well for some people too. But again, I am, I'm a fan of cold Turkey, like just get it out of the house. And, you know, until you feel like, and, and then this is a good, um, this is a good 
reminder that I give to a lot of clients is they're always wondering like, when, when can I bring it back into my life? Or when can I, you know, step on it at the doctor's office and look. And my big piece of advice is always like, if you know, you step on that and you could see any number in the world and it will not make you sad, happy, it will not give you any emotion, then okay, then you're fine to step on it. But if you are about to step on it and you know, like, oh, if I see this number or this number, I'm fine. If I see this number or higher, I'm not okay. Then that is a sign like do not step on that scale because it is going to ruin your mood. It is going to ruin your day, possibly your week. It can throw you off track with all this momentum that you've gained. And so that is just my big thing. This is why I do not love the scale. But again, now I'm at a place where I can weigh myself and it does not bother me. It does not trigger me. I have a very neutral relationship with the scale now, but I would say a majority of moms are not there yet. And that is totally fine. You will get there. So I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. If you ditch your scale, if you uh, smash your scale, if you throw it away, please DM me on Instagram. I want to hear your story. Absolutely. I'm just going to share my fun story of how I got rid of my scale. So I was running another business with my dietitian bestie, Alyssa. You guys may know her, Nutrition for Littles. Um, But anyway, her and I were running this business together and we you know, the office space episode where they have the printer and they like take baseball bats and like, you know, go at the printer um, with, you know, a song that I can't sing on here, especially with all the swearing in it. And her and I reenacted that entire like scene with our scale and we took actual baseball bats and we like pounded it. It was so so much fun. Um, first off, it was so entertaining, but that is how I got rid of my scale and I have not bought one since. So I want to hear your funny stories about how you ditched your scale and if this was helpful for you. And if you want to share your non-scale victories with me, I would love to hear it. If you are in the postpartum reset community, please, please, please drop it in our community. I am cheering for you if you are ditching your scale right now, or if you want to share your non-scale victories in there, me and our other dietitian coaches are in there to support you. So I will see you guys again in the next episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and listening to the Postpartum Reset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share this episode with a mom friend and leave me a written review. This helps the podcast reach and help even more moms. Come say hi and connect over at Instagram at Nutrition for Mamas.